Hi everyone, my name is Sasha. Welcome to the Hodlecast. Today we're going to be going through the Kraken enforcement action that came out on February 9th of 2023. So Kraken was offering a custodial staking platform and the SEC said that this was an unregistered investment contract. So if you've been in crypto a while, you've heard about the Howey test and it's what the SEC uses to cast such a wide net, it pretty much can say that anything is a security. It's a, an old case from 1946 and basically it says, one, investment of money, two, into a common enterprise, three, with the expectation of profit, and four, relying on the efforts of others. So in this case, the SEC said that Kraken's staking program was an investment contract and that the, it wasn't registered with the SEC. So Kraken was touting that people would get a certain rewards for staking their crypto and people were giving their crypto over to Kraken in a custodial fashion and Kraken was then investing it or staking it into a pool and that pool would then validate transactions. So the bigger the pool, the more successful transactions it's going to validate and the higher the rewards payout will be. So people are better off in a staking pool than trying to stake on their own because the pool is more powerful and it's going to get more rewards. Usually there's there's certain rules set by the staking platform, like you have sometimes a specified minimum investment and there has to be a bounding and unbounding period. So Kraken wasn't forcing its users to abide by all of the protocol rules. It kept a liquidity reserve and it was paying people rewards on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. And those rewards weren't exactly what the pool would be giving people. Those were some of the arguments the SEC was using to say that this was an investment contract because people were relying on Kraken's efforts. So Kraken was saying that it's state-of-the-art security and it had certain technical expertise that some individual users might not have. And that I think this is the first time the SEC's ever gone this far with, with what that offering technical expertise means. It's a managerial effort of others. But anyway, that is what they said and some of the things that Kraken were doing I guess can be akin to that. Like if you're running a non-custodial staking pool, I don't think that you're quite in as hot water as a custodial one is and every custodial platform operates a little bit differently in their staking pools. It seems like Kraken had a really user-friendly product. No one was harmed by it, but the SEC chose Kraken for, you know, a 30 million dollar fine as what they got on this and over the last three years they only earned 45 million from the whole service. The SEC said that this was dangerous for investors because Kraken didn't register as a public company to sell a security. So there's a few different ways you can sell securities. One is through an exemption like Regulation D where you limit it to accredited investors and you'd still have to fill this Form D out with the SEC saying who the company is, how much money they're raising through the sale of their securities and their contact details pr pretty much. And then there's another form where you can sell to non-accredited investors. You actually become a real public company and that requires SEC's approval. It's very difficult to get SEC approval, especially for a product like staking, which, you know, they've never approved anyone for this before. So in Gary Gensler's video explaining how this action is 
protecting investors, he made an offhand comment like, oh, it's just a form to fill out on our website. But that, you know, had to be one of the most disingenuous comments I've ever heard out of his mouth because there's no way that Kraken could have filled that form out and been easily approved. They probably would have spent millions of dollars in the application. It would have taken years. They never would have been able to offer the product. And the whole idea of if Kraken had been registered, the, the protections that investors would have got was certain disclosure protections. What's Kraken's balance sheet? What are their assets and liabilities? And, you know, Kraken has been a very transparent and honest company since day one. So saying that investors needed more disclosures from them, the more disclosures, the better. But I don't think it would have protected anyone in this situation. It just would have made the product not feasible or not possible in the US, which is the same place we are today. Kraken had to close down its US product for the staking services. And now again, you know, they're still able to offer it offshore and Americans are left without a, you know, pretty good money-making product that they had. Jesse Powell, this, the former CEO of Kraken, uh, he actually made a pretty funny tweet after seeing Gary Gensler's video. He just said, uh, you know, oh man, all I had to do was fill out a form. Don't I feel silly now? And, you know, it's just the comments on that are, are pretty funny because it's just so insane to think like that Gary Gensler would even say that. Oh, just fill out a form and you'd be fine. Then Jesse, <laughs> he never uh, misses a beat. Someone asked him, you know, where does the $30 million fine go? And he tweeted out that it goes to Pfizer. I was kind of hoping when I, when I saw this or kind of wondering like why didn't Kraken fight this? Kraken's general counsel is one of the top lawyers in the industry, Marco Santori. He coined the uh, white paper for the SAFT, the sale of tokens instead of equity like the Y Combinator documents when he was at Cooley and he's then worked at Blockstream for a while while they got that satellite up and he's been a meaningful contributor to the crypto space over the years and anytime you hear him talk you just know he's, he's very into intelligent and uh, thoughtful attorney. Jesse wrote a few tweets as well about why they didn't fight it and just said basically it was a risk reward calculation and they didn't think that it was worth it in the long run. He said it would be a brutal, lengthy, expensive, legal battle that he just didn't want to, to be the focus at this time. Maybe Kraken's thinking of going public anyway and they just didn't want something like this hanging over their head. I, I, I don't really know why they didn't fight it. I wish they had a of all the years the SEC could have brought an action like this, you'd think, you know, on day one when, when these products started to roll out from custodial exchanges, it would have been the time, you know, to nip it in the bud right away if the SEC felt like it was a security. But instead, they waited three years and, you know, to the bottom of the bear market, Kraken just had a layoff of 30% of their staff. So they might have known, you know, they're kind of striking when Kraken might be at its weakest, most vulnerable time. So it's not prepared for a big, lengthy drama out court battle. Commissioner Hester Pierce, someone else I have a lot of respect for. Every time the enforcement agency, the SEC, does some kind of regulation by enforcement, she often will put out a dissent and she's just been coined crypto mom. You know, she, she seems to be just in favor of the industry rather than the way the SEC is handling things lately. But she put out a, a really thoughtful dissent that went through all the challenges of 
how a custodial staking service could register, just kind of pointing out that it's really not something that's possible. You can't register this product and expect to get SEC approval. She also pointed out how important it is for an industry to get guidance on these kind of things other than regulation by enforcement. So it would be nice if the SEC had determined that they thought these investment contracts were securities. They should have put out a bulletin, an investor bulletin or something of that nature. They could have called for comments. They could have engaged the you know democratic rulemaking process, but they did none of that. They just come out with these enforcement actions and then it puts everyone in the industry you know, on notice that, oh crap, you know, the staking services are all securities. And then it begs questions of like, well, is my individual business owners across the country want to know, is their service a staking service that could also be considered a security? And there's really no way to answer that because it's so fact specific on what Kraken was doing and not everyone offers the same services as Kraken. If it's a non-custodial staking pooling service, it's still possible that the SEC could say, well, you're still relying on efforts of others because the service that's offering the pool, they're going to get higher rewards because they're working together. They've got more crypto staked because they've, you know, have a lot of people staking to the pool. The guidance we got here is just not clear as to how they're going to treat non-custodial staking services. Is it only because Kraken was not adhering to various protocol rules like the unbounding period and they had that liquidity? pool to pay people out right away rather than forcing people to to wait to get their their money off if they want to get out of the staking pool was it because it's a custodial platform I think that has a big piece of it but none of these questions are really answered here of like how is it possible to have some staking in a non-custodial fashion that's still not a security or does the SEC now think it's giving guidance to the industry that every type of staking is a security and if they're going down that route where does that lead Ethereum. I don't think it goes beyond that. My advice to clients at this point, I think, is still going to be that if you're doing non-custodial staking in a pool, it's it's different than what Kraken did. And what Kraken did, because it was custodial and because they had that liquidity pool, they were guaranteeing returns. They weren't giving people the actual return that they were getting from their staked assets. They were giving a return that they told people that they would get and whether that was the actual return or Kraken was, you know, bolstering it a little bit to make sure they had the, the same bi-weekly payouts. Those are all questions that are kind of left unanswered from this. So again, a disappointing action from the SEC. Thanks for watching the video. If you liked it, make sure to hit that like button, comment, and uh, subscribe to my channel for more weekly updates on the crypto markets.